What do you think? That was good. I think it was great. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Onward, a podcast from the Pike School Advancement Office. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Rod. Welcome. <laughs> you sound really excited. I am. We have a great show today. And it has a great title. That's right. We are all philanthropists. Mm, I love that idea. That's a big word. Uh, yeah, but a pretty simple concept. Simple? Yeah, giving back, helping others. It's pretty, pretty easy to understand that. You're right. I guess you're right. It is. So, in a minute, we're going to talk about the smallest recorded gift ever received by the Pike School. We are. Wait a minute, Rod. Uh, we're fundraisers. Why are we talking about the smallest gift instead of the largest gift? Because, first of all, the story is just so darn cute. Okay, it really is. And second, because that small gift has had a really big impact. That is true. Massive. So before we get to the smallest gift story, there's something else we want to do. Oh yeah? Yes. You know how we interviewed Meaty Jung, chair of the board for episode four? I do. Well, part of our conversation was about COVID-19. That's still happening? Oh God, it really is. And given that we've just celebrated Thanksgiving and more holidays are around the corner, we wanted to share something Meaty said about these challenging times. Because it highlights just how important the Pike community is. And I know she speaks for many of us who are appreciating the Pike community in new ways and in deeper ways than ever before. Exactly. So here we go. And I just wanted to acknowledge how really difficult this pandemic has been for everyone in, in so many ways that, that we only can appreciate sometimes on the surface. Uh, but to see teachers and faculty and staff and students and families and neighbors and everybody who's really a part of Pike and the greater Pike community, I just feel an overwhelming sense and I don't feel that I'm alone of gratitude. And so I want to acknowledge how difficult this has been in so many ways. And I want to say thanks and express um, the appreciation and the gratitude for all of us as a community being in this together and getting through this together. this opportunity to echo me and to say thank you to everyone who is helping Pike thrive in this moment. Absolutely. Whether you're a current parent, a student, an alum, a parent of an alum, we are all in this together. Yes, and, it, and it's moments like this that help us realize that Pike isn't just a school. It really isn't. It's a community, a place where adults are creating safe and positive spaces for children to learn and to grow, and where those adults are helping care for each other. Hopefully, we all learn that we're stronger together. Which is why we love this next story so much. So much. 
So, Rod, what's the story? Oh yeah, that was my cue. <laughs> this is the story of, uh, let's call her Rosie. Okay, if you say so. And this happened maybe three years ago now. It was giving day. I had come in early that morning because, well, the energy was super high and there was stuff to do. Oh, imagine that on giving day, there was stuff to do. Yeah, really, right? So I'm in the office area when I see one of the lower school teachers coming into the office area. Well, that's not unusual. They're in and out of here all the time. It's where the copier is and the head of school's office. Yes, but she's coming right for me. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Uh-oh. Did I forget to do something important for lower school? Did you? No. Thank goodness. So the teacher says, Mr. Boy, there's someone here who has something for you. But of course, I don't see anyone. Because <laughs> you're not looking down. That's right. I'm not looking down. Yeah, this is why you are not a lower school teacher, Rod. Exactly. Because if I had looked down, I'd have seen little Rosie tucked behind her teacher. So I crouch down and she steps forward and holds out her hand. Oh, her tiny little hand. Tiny. I mean, she's a <laughs> kindergartner. <laughs> so I, I hold out my hand and she drops something into my palm. Well, a few shiny round somethings. She gave you coins? Coins. 42 cents worth. Uh, and she says, this is for Gimme Day. I wanted to help. Stop it. She said that. I love that. I <laughs> know, right? I'm smiling like an idiot. And I'm like, that is so thoughtful of you. Where did you find this money? And she tells me she went to her piggy bank and took it out. And that's all she had. Come on. Apparently, her family had talked about Giving Day, and also, I guess, the teachers had done a little exploration exploration with the students about what it means to be a philanthropist. I remember when they did that. I loved that. They made a chart about wit, about all the ways they could think about helping each other. I remember it at the top it said, everyone is a philanthropist, and things like giving out words of encouragement were some of the ideas they came up Helping find some, helping somebody find something they lost. One of them was you could feed your neighbor's cat. Oh, I totally loved it. Yeah, and apparently making a gift was on there too. And she was so happy, and I was so happy. <laughs> and that's when you whipped out your pie charts and budget projections and explained how the Pike Fund uh, makes Pike a stronger place, right? <laughs> exactly. We've got them with us in our back pockets at all times. <laughs> We're fundraising we? people, Rod. Of course we do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All kidding aside, what did you tell her? Well, I told her that what she had, had done was really important, uh, that it's a wonderful way to show others at the school just how important Pike is to her and how much she cares about it, that it's super thoughtful and is helping everyone around her. Um, and I guess she understands this because she seems really happy, although that might have been because she realizes she won't have to talk to this weird guy much longer. <laughs> so then she went back to class. Uh, she and her teacher went back to class. I received a really amazing gift that day, too. You did? Well, it was actually a small gift, but in a really amazing package. So gift wrapped. <laughs> sort of. I was handed a very small donation from a student that came in a beautifully decorated envelope that said, Be Happy on Giving Day on it. Be happy? <laughs> yes. The money in the envelope was one thing, but, you know, she clearly took so much, like, time and care coloring it and thinking about how to make that envelope special and uplifting and that was what I really loved. I still have that envelope hanging on my bulletin board in my office. And I'm gonna guess it makes you happy just about every time you see it. Oh, it does. Let's talk about the impact of these small gifts. Let's do it. So Pike is a community. It is. And a community is made up of individuals. Absolutely. 
And a pike that means parents and students and teachers and alumni and parents of alumni and grandparents and trustees. Oh my god, that's a lot of that's a lot of individuals. It's it a is, lot of isn't groups. It? <laughs> it is. And, and the interesting thing is that the quality of the community, the heart of the community, is made up of all the actions that the individuals in that community engage in. Absolutely. Even the littlest actions multiplied over time create powerful ripples. Like the forty-two cents. Or a colorful envelope. I mean, they're important because they're investments in what it means to be a community, what it means to be Pike. They say, Pike matters. We use that phrase, building community, a lot, but how one builds community is really important. These students thought about the parts that they could play. And jumped in to make it happen. And that lower schooler with her 42 cents did something really amazing. I'd say, because on a day when Pike received 398 gifts, Hers was just as important as every other one. Absolutely. And my envelope reminds me that even if you can't give a lot, even if your gift is small, it can have a positive impact on our school that lasts the entire year. Our Giving Day stories are such a great example of non-Sippy Solomon work. Yes, and the power that comes along with a whole community embracing that concept. You know, it's pretty wonderful being in a place where this value is front and center, where you feel like everyone is taking individual action to make the community exactly what it is. I absolutely agree. It's one of the things that brought me to Pike, and I've been so impressed the whole time I've been here. We asked Ashley Marshall, head of school, about this same thing. It, we Indeed we did, and we know from talking with her that Nansibi Solom and how she saw it alive in our school was one of the things that drew her to Pike. Ah, we have that in common. Let's hear what Ashley has to say. Teaching is an inherently hopeful, forward-thinking, and justice-driven profession. We teach because we believe we can create possibilities for the next generation. We teach because we believe our students have capacity for greatness, and the future is more promising because of who they will become. Non-Sipi Solom is really about asking ourselves, how might I live a life in a way that improves yours? What decisions might I make which would help you breathe a little easier, laugh a little more, experience a bit more fulfillment and joy? Non-Sipi Solom is a way of living. It's a collection of habits and routines based on intention and purpose. It's choosing every day to show up not only for yourself, but for those around you. The current crises have highlighted how we are intimately connected, how our actions have ripple effects, intentionally and unintentionally, on those around us. There's an element of anxiety in this, in recognizing that we do not have full control over every aspect of our lives. And someone's decision, say to practice physical distancing or wear a mask, could directly affect us. Yet, there's also an element of hope. We have the power to offer joy and connection to others. We have the chance to be responsible for tending to others. Doesn't the concept of possibility seem even more inviting when we envision with others? Doesn't the totality of what is possible seem larger, more exciting, even more creative when we imagine what we might accomplish together? the time to fully live and step into non-sibi solo. 
The Pike Fund is another way in which we put non-city solum in action. Like everything else at Pike, it takes all of us to participate in the shared caring for our school, our children, and our community. Caroline Blackwell, the NIS Vice President for Equity and Justice, who facilitated part of our Board of Trustees retreat this fall, shared this beautiful quote with us. You belong here, and here belongs to you. This is Pike. You, your children, your partner, your entire family belongs here at Pike. And Pike, the shared sense of curiosity and joy and connection, all of it belongs to you. Elizabeth, I'll say it again, non-Sibi Solom is really powerful stuff. It is. And I love the way Ashley talks about it, that quote from um, Caroline Blackwell, you belong here and here belongs to you. It's really powerful. Yes, yeah, someone put that on the bulletin board down in the lower school. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, and every time I'm down there, which of course in COVID isn't as much as I'd like to be, um, I read it again and take the time to appreciate just how it is reflected here at Pike. Oh, I get to walk past it every day on my way to take my third graders to recess. It's awesome. And it's a wonderful way to get to the heart of non-Sibi Solom and the impact we have on our community. All right, that's almost a wrap. But before we go, we hope you'll consider making a gift to the Pike Fund. Absolutely. It's a great way for you to show your non-Sibi Solom spirit. Especially in these uncertain times. Okay, so let's remind folks how they can go about making that sort of gift. Well, I think probably the easiest way is for them to visit pikeschool.org slash mygift and give directly online. Fast, easy, and secure. I like it. So visit pikeschool.org slash mygift and join the non-Sibi Solom wave at Pike. We thank you. Our faculty and staff thank you. Pike thanks you. Be sure to join us next time that's right. Next time we'll be talking to two Pike staffers on the front lines of keeping our students healthy and well. That's right. Join us for interviews with the director of the Daily Risk Mitigation Team, Stacy Alfiero. And with our school counselor, Tim Stonecipher. You don't want to miss these conversations. Indeed you don't. See you next time. Wait, wait. What? One last thing. We have a bit of a gift for our listeners. Oh, I almost forgot about that. That's right, we do. It's a recording of the Pike Chorus. And they are singing a song called Sunflower. You know, a chorus is a pretty good metaphor for our community. Oh God, Rod, how is that? <laughs> well, everyone doing their best individually to create something that is even bigger than they themselves. Okay, actually that's a really good point, I love that. Well, thank you. Uh, and with that, uh, Sunflower by the Pike School Chorus. Sounds good. One, two, three, three four. <laughs>
What do you think? That was good. I think it was great. 